Good morning, guys. You didn't think we'd miss a week, really, did you? Well, we did. I'm Harrison. I'm Jordan. And instead, we thought we'd just put together a supercut of all the crazy moments that we've been through these past two years. Buckle up. Because this is going to get weird. Oh! <laughs> How would you get out of a gaming rut? Well, if you get into a bit of a gaming funk... Like this. <laughs> if you're getting into a bit of a funk, and not the good kind of funk... Wah, wah, wah. Exactly. I'll supply the funk sounds. <laughs> get up! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you, you should have that in every episode. It's like go. the oof from last episode. <laughs> Just funk sounds. So, being in a gaming rut sometimes feels like you're in limbo. It does. You'll have plenty of games, but nothing you want to play. And when you look at the extensive library you've built up over the years... All you can think is, why don't I want to play any of these games? <laughs> ah, funk! <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to liken this to the Myers-Briggs Five Stages of Grief. Yeah. Burrito. The Grief Burrito. Ooh, Ooh. it all lined up perfectly. On brand, wanky. <laughs> <laughs> so, first one, Harrison. Do you know what the first one is? The first No, because no, I don't suffer grief. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. I'm too angry I'm to too die. I'm too angry to die. <laughs> so, the first one is denial. It is. No, so. it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. I was like, shit, am I wrong? Yeah. He looked at his notes like, what? <laughs> I was like, I'm oh, after like scrolling, <laughs> tapping away. So picture this. Oh, you ready? I'm ready. You sat there. It's a Tuesday night and you're usually gaming. Mm. That's what you'd usually do. You enjoy it. it. You love it. You're, a, you're a, an interesting man with interesting hobbies. Yes. One of them's gaming. You sit down, pour yourself a nice beverage of your choice and you get ready to loosen up for a night of full throttle, no protection gaming. I'd be drinking a Red Bush tea. <laughs> Some fancy man in the evenings. A chamomile. Yeah, no caffeine after six. <laughs> <laughs> but your gamer self remains floppy and uninterested. Ooh, has, ever has this ever happened to you? We've all been there. It seems like, like the start of an infomercial. It does, yeah. The first stage, as I've said before, is denial. As hard as it is for you to admit this to yourself, you are in denial. You know that you love games. Your friends and family know that you love games. So what's the matter? Everyone knows you love games. You know it. Look at him. What's he happening? loves games. Look at that guy. He's a big gamer. Yeah. Epic gamer moment. If you watch a speedrunner playing this game that you love or something like that, it might just give you that little bit of an incentive to say, like, I want to play that again. It might hopefully relight the fire that you've got and turn your software to hardware, if you oh. know what I mean. Oh, well done. High five me for that. Nice. <laughs> You're going to Time to Squeak, the Man Leather Grease Convention. <laughs> what? Yes. And you're going in, what do you say, F? Birmingham. That's where we're going. Oh, that's Birmingham, where we're going yes. to be next week. And then your cosplay was orange, and that's Anakin Skywalker's seven oh. legs. <laughs> I'm looking at Haz's notes, and I realize he doesn't know how to use numbers. I do. There's a reason I've done this. Is, is there, is it... I don't know if there is. I think you just fucked up. Because usually in numbered lists, Harrison, it goes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And you keep going. For those of you who can't see this, because obviously you can't, Hazard's gone one, two, three, 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 four, five, 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 six. <laughs> It's simultaneous actions. But why would you put? Why would you do that? Why would you not put the number of them and then just like one through six or whatever it is and just do it like that? Why would you put one, two, three, 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 three? It made sense to me. How does that 
What logic is that? I've been inside for two months. It makes sense. This is the first thing that's actually broken us. <laughs> I'm actually crying. <laughs> We're going back as far as 1897. Oh. This is pretty far back. Not, not. On April 17th, where our story begins. So sometime around 6 a.m., as the birds chirped away in the Texan sunrise, yeah. early arrivers... Yahoo! <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> you Feel free to like chime in with like little sound bites, by the way. <laughs> okay. I'll definitely yeah. love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. (laughs) (laughs) So that's all the little people coming out of the early risers. They're enjoying the cool cool morning sun. They were suddenly shocked as they saw a metallic airship that sailed through the air and collided with old Judge Proctor's windmill. I'll be a son of a bitch. That thing just crashed into Proctor's windmill. Second Amendment, boys. Loving it. Yes, thank you, Winston. That immediately exploded, showering the northern part of the town with debris, destroying the windmill, the water tank, and the judge's flower garden. Not the that f- thing destroyed his flower Not garden. Flower. That's, a flim- that's a flimsy fucking spaceship. If it is a windmill and that's it, yeah. it's done. Is it made out of glass? Just destroy someone's <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You're like, death thing, just drop my oh, flower no. garden. Can Human we, windmills, our only weakness. Can we reverse <laughs> can we reverse back to the UFO noise? Just so me and Stu can both synchronize a good UFO noise. Yeah, go. Stu. Give us a give us a UFO Three, noise. Two, one. <laughs> oh my god, that is fucking great. Thank you. It's one of mine and Stu's special skits. <laughs> <laughs> really good. I'm going to put that in, like, in stereo inside of the speakers. That's going to be great. Now, the interesting part about this story is that they actually discovered a body, guys. Whoa. Oh, hello. I know. The pilot of the ship was said to be small, like a child, and was totally killed by the impact. Son of a bitch, the body- he was totally killed. <laughs> the, the, he, was, he was totally killed by that shit. Jesus. Totally killed by the Wait, impact. Killed. <laughs> Don't just to be killed. fair. He was totally <laughs> killed. <laughs> Totally killed. It could have just been a kid, though, to be fair. We don't know. Uh, The body was badly disfigured by the explosion. However, it was evident that the townsfolk of Aurora said that this body was not of this earth. (laughs) It's not of this earth. Can I just interrupt one second? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, go. uh, Maybe I'm just being overly dark here, but it sounds like someone had murdered this child and then was like, he was totally killed by that UFO. <laughs> he was totally a UFO. Threw him UFO. In there. Yeah. Just totally killed by the UFO. Destroyed it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it shit. Me. I just strangled the old Driscoll boy. <laughs> <laughs> quick, stick him under that UFO. Yeah. What, a UFO what, ama- <laughs> what amazing timing. There's a UFO. Yeah. <laughs> that crash for that. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> So, with this ship not being of this earth, and this little boy not also not being of this earth, they did the only thing that Texans could. Shoot They it. gave him a Christian funeral and buried him. <laughs> sure. So, do you think that this alien is in heaven now? Do you think he's, he's a good Christian? Was According he baptized? To the, <laughs> According to the state of Texas, now. he is a good Christian and an American exactly, citizen. Exactly, that's what they said. They said he's a straight up... They actually did say in the clipping that... They, they identified him as a Martian. How? Did they have ID on him saying, driver's license, Mars? <laughs> yeah, Mars. <laughs> Next to Olympus Mons. You know, Plus, I don't know how they, they knew he was UFO. Martian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was driving the wrong kind of UFO. He was actually not like, the right license for it. I like to think that he, he like stuck it in reverse as he was coming up to the windmill and it was like, beep, beep. 
beep, beep. UFO reversing. <laughs> this UFO. He was actually on his driving test, and the driving teacher was oh, like, oh, fuck yeah. this, he just ran away. They just bailed. <laughs> <laughs> Check to see. Yeah. Just leave him, leave him. Now that alien is now Mike Pence. Yeah, mate, he could be. <laughs> could straight up be. He's a weird enough guy. I've seen that thing about the flies that's happened recently. All the flies have been landing on him. That's what I mean when it seemed to, seemed to land the fly, and it was Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park when he's doing that sexy pose. <laughs> Life finds what? a way. Yeah. I haven't seen that. You need to send that to us, Winstoff. Well, Stick that in the, uh, the chat for our Discord it was, followers. It was it was during a particularly bad-tempered Twitter scroll. Where I was like, everyone's just talking shit, not responding to anything today. Bah! Needs to say, needs to say, <laughs> fuck this shit. Needs to say, none of our fans are grief burrito or, the, or your fans were in the stream. Or I would have replied and liked everything. So I actually have the newspaper clipping. If you'd like me to read it to you, what, from in, that your, morning. in your house. In my house. Yeah. Were you there? I, I do thorough research, Winstolf. You should know that by now. Just making sure. Oh, oh I, thought, I thought you had the actual newspaper article from the time. I'd be very impressed. Yeah, just let me just pull out this waff, just this big <laughs> newspaper. About six o'clock this morning, the early risers of Aurora were astonished at the sudden appearance of the airship, which has been sailing through the country. Which that kind of says to me that it's been sailing for a while. I don't yeah. know. Is I it guess more of other a blimp? people might have seen it. That's, it sounds like it when they say airship, doesn't wow, it? Wow, look at it go. It's the Hindenburg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Schleck. Schleck. Yeah. Schlecked Aliens and bad. Nazis escaping together. Shrek means bad. No, Schlecked. No, Schlecked. That's it, Schlecked. Get the vein from my donkey. Deine Schmutzigunde. That's the Schlecht versus the Bahnhof. <laughs> Why are you guys suddenly so away? German? How do you all know so much German? I'm learning uh, it. High school. Well, I'm learning it on the internet. Uh, Why? Right, as you go. <laughs> because when I watch war films, I want to know what they're all saying. Subtitles. Oh, okay. no, I want to hear it and understand it. <laughs> That's what, right, never mind. Let's get away from this. Yeah, this is, I'm baffled right now. <laughs> this raises more so the questions. UFO, they said... <laughs> It was travelling due north and much closer to the ground than ever before. Evidently, some of the machinery was out of order, for it was making a speed of only 10 or 12 miles an hour and gradually settling towards the Earth. They're making a lot of big jumps on this, aren't they? Some of the machines yeah, yeah, are out of really order. Like... How the fuck do you know? <laughs> I know? How do you know it had machines? Well, I'll tell you what, you're a quantum carburetor, it's well out of whack, that is. <laughs> The chain might have come off the alien's little tread, little exercise bike you was used to keep yeah. it alive. They've got alien hamsters keeping it going. Oh, it's a little like pedalo thing. It's basically a pedalo UFO. Oh, alien was like, oh no, my chain's come undone. I'd best to go and put it back on. And then he crashed into a fucking window. Really slowly though. It's like a really, you know, like an Austin Powers when he's driving the, uh, yeah. the steamroller. He's like, no. Yeah, just for ages. Get out of the way, you idiot. <laughs> no. Move, move, move. The way he has to take like a full on another breath. Like, no! Yeah. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> Old John Proctor's like, move! Move! My move! <laughs> My flower garden! What's that, Bill? Right. Well, see, now we're just making him like he's from Cornwall now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking it's thing. a pixie podcast he was there. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my, mm. my scones with cream on the wrong way round. Oh, don't get me started on fucking scones and jam on the wrong way and all that shit. And his terrible fucking bruise. <laughs> That's the real so mystery take of this podcast episode. off him. <laughs> Uh, makes me sick. I feel to phone the police at this point. I know, yes, I'm straight down there. I was concerned at some point that this episode wouldn't be long enough. And then I yeah. realised we're not a quarter of the way through the first yeah, part. I, I was going to say, you have talked to us before, right? Yeah, no, I could, yeah, apparently, apparently I've repressed that shit. Yeah, it's best I way. basically prepped with about three lines and that's about it. <laughs> 
So the UFO did eventually go over the public square, and when it reached the north part of the town, it collided with the tower of Judge Proctor's windmill and went to pieces with a terrific explosion, scattering debris over several acres of ground, wrecking the windmill, the water tank, and even destroying the judge's flower garden. The pilot of the ship is supposed to have been the only one on board, and while his remains are badly disfigured, enough of the original has been picked up to show that he was not an inhabitant of this world. <laughs> Mr. Uh, T.J. Weems of the T- United States Signal. <laughs> T.J. Weems. Um, T.J. Weems. I ain't never seen nothing so strange in all my good fear in life. Exactly. <laughs> my name's T.J. Weems. That's strange enough as it is. That's <laughs> straight up. <laughs> The truth from the Weems' mouth. He's got his own, like, <laughs> subject in the, in the little uh, paper. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, and an authority, apparently... <laughs> apparently, Mr. Weems was actually an authority on astronomy, according to the paper. I'm the local authority on the astronomy. <laughs> I've seen the stars. They're up, they're up there in the sky. Sometimes I try to shoot them with my Winchester. Yeehaw! <laughs> Then you slap the Please, slap sir, the put the gun away. We're trying to take an interview. This is Texas, you sissy. Slapping his boot all the time. Yeah, slap his boot. Spin won't stop. Sir, please stop slapping your boot. Please, Mr. Weems, stop. Spit some tobacco into a part that goes... Oh, okay, right, okay. This is the paper where it says that... Mr. Weems says he gave his opinion that the inhabitant of the planet... I mean, he was an inhabitant of the planet Mars. Definitely and Mars. They actually found papers of this on his person. Oh, Evidently, come on. The re- that's what he says. The I records of his travels. <laughs> Apparently, though, they were written in some unknown hieroglyphics. How is it Mars? Mars? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. That's what the paper says. The ship was too badly wrecked to form any conclusion as to its construction or motive power. (laughs) It was built of an unknown metal resembling somewhat of a mixture of aluminium and silver. Sorry, aluminium. (laughs) Aluminium and silver. And it must have weighed several tons. That's the problem. This ship had an aluminium chassis. If it weighed several tons, how did it disintegrate when it hit a fucking window? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) This little boy ain't like... I'm just laughing. He's like... What's, this, what's that say? I think it says he's from Mars. <laughs> <laughs> the pilot's funeral will take place at noon tomorrow. Did you say pirate? pirate. I think I did say Yarr. pirate. I meant to say pilot. Yarr. Is this the the pi- okay, guys, get in line. The pilot's funeral is first. The pirate second. Next. Okay, pay attention. <laughs> The ninja. The ninja's last. <laughs> the ninja's is next week. Get in line. <laughs> so this all sounds pretty fantastical, and it was obviously a long time ago. So to prove this is pretty hard. However, the researchers did go to the Aurora graveyard and ask for permission from the church to take samples of the body as it was actually buried there, guys. Let me guess. But- it was empty. But because of the little Martian being a God-loving, good Christian monk, they were not allowed to resume the body. <laughs> However, exhume. on repeat asking, exhume, sorry, yes, exhume, not resume. But it was buried separately away from all the other graves. And it did have a proper little gravestone with a UFO carved on it that you can see on, on the goose. Here lies Quingle's on. What's the issue? It's like, oh, we're going to bury him as like any good Christian would. It's like, what, with the rest of the body? He's like, fuck no, that little Martian <laughs> no. freak came in the Chuck him in the ditch at the back. <laughs> the next question. They said, why does at Mr. John Core want to grapefruit Mario? I'm not going to have to explain this. that. I thought I'd escaped it. 
Because it was and the it least again. bestiality. That was the reason. That was why. Because it was like, you've got a choice between Sonic, Mario, and fucking Crash. I think you're thinking about it the whole the wrong way. I mean, yeah. like, you'll have to listen to the full episode to, like, get all the details. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I'm not retreading all that old yeah, ground. Go back to the last the episode. third time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only with your therapist. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But, yeah, I think the least bestiality, the better. Yeah. I've got, I've got to think about my image. Right, That's a rule we stick I, to on this podcast. I'm going to try and say this only once in my life. I'm but so- I think if you get the opportunity, you might as well give it a go once. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was. With, 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 That's I don't mean, it. That's it, the <laughs> end. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> in a make believe world. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? But the favorite game to play while pooping, I said I don't. I'm mm. usually on Twitter talking to all you guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't either. I just read it. Yeah, you just read it. Oh, shitter. Call it shitter. Shitter, yeah. yeah. Straight on the shitter. Yeah. And you said, what did you say? Hide and seek. Hide and seek. <laughs> <laughs> John, are you in there? No. No. Are you, are you pooping? No, I'm no. masturbating. <laughs> That's the only time. <laughs> Imagine being so much like pooping, you'd have to say I'm masturbating. Oh, oh my God. That's one smelly wank. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, you're hurting me. Oh. <laughs> sorry, listen. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Fuck. My answer doesn't fucking matter anymore, mm. but it's it's either Solitaire or there's a little game on the Android app store on Google Play called uh, Pixel Dungeon. Yes. Which is wonderful. It's free. There's no adverts. The developer just pushed it out there. It's amazing. I've uh, been playing it for years. So Pixel cool. Dungeon, so, I think I've tried that Solitaire one. or Hide and Seek. Yes. There yeah. we go. Yes. Stick to those and you'll be on your way. At Kylex Plays, he said, if you could be any 90s game character, who would it be? He said, it feels like it's a tough question because I think I'd be Duke Nukem because he was a badass, which is the only reason I need. Dick yes. Kickham. Dick yeah. Kickham. Have, have you seen Dick Kickham? I've never seen Dick Kickham. No. Is that like a knockoff version? <laughs> is, uh, it, is this some R18 stuff? Right, we're going to have to pause the podcast. Okay, no, I'm not pressing no, stop. No, you, you don't touch anything. No. You'll edit it later. Yes. It's time to kick gum and chew ass. <laughs> And I'm and I'm all <laughs> fucking dick kick him. I'm all about chewing ass. Yeah, ah, oh, that's oh, so good. That is amazing. Dick, dick kick him. Yeah, kick I'll make him. I'll make sure to insert that so the listeners can hear. <laughs> there you go. We'd all be collectively dick kick him. Yeah, nope. I think Junior can be a solid shout. Even that would crash would be pretty cool. Yeah. You know, whoa, in about the place. Don't have to give it. Whoa, whoa. Don't have to give a shit about anything. You're just running around grabbing wumpers. Yeah. yeah. And apples. <laughs> grabbing wumpers. What grabbing low hanging fruit. What are wumpers? Wumpers. It's a wumper. Wumper fruit. Oh, is that what it is? A wumper? I thought it was yeah. an apple. No. You fucking casual. No. Apples. <laughs> casual wumper. gamers. Yeah. yeah. I've, yeah. I've no, I don't have a PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's gonna sound awful. There. Oh, guys, you got Bitcoin bongos. <laughs> uh, I don't know who I'd be. It's a hard question. I did say Sephiroth originally, but yeah. that's a bit OP. Oh yeah, with the waiting in line, uh, fucking yeah. kebabbing people. Yeah, kebabbing. If you if you need coffee in the morning, just yeah. Skew Say up. if there's a load of people in line waiting, you could stab through all through of them. And it, what would we say? Sephiroth. <laughs> Just pick the sword up in the morning. You drop it on the floor, and it's like is it like bouncing back and forth? So the sound emits from the sword. Yeah. God, you do not know that. Oh. He's a casual gamer, isn't I'm he? I'm sorry. I, I've never played, I've be. not played a single Final Fantasy game. 
Uh, Josh has left the building, everybody. <laughs> Josh. Josh. Uh, Josh Jordan. Where did I get Josh from? Fuck. I'm um, channeling Joe Rogan. No, I've, I've played like Kingdom Hearts. That counts. That's yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some Final Fantasy characters yeah. in there. I've right. started playing the new one, 15, not all well, 15, the latest one. Yeah. Because it's on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, it's a wonderful game. Trying to, yeah. yeah. I was trying to do a quest just to feed a cat on the pier. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I went back and it wasn't there. And I was like, yeah. I caught a fish for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you little yeah. bitch. Um, that's a good quest, actually. You get some, you get some good stuff. Yeah, I'll keep, I'll keep up with the cat. Commercial <laughs> aluminium always has a 4 to 5% copper present because of the smelting process. Smelting. Yeah, thank you. I was going to say, can I get a group smelting in one, two, three? Smelting. smelting. Thank you very much, lads. <laughs> A magic microscope, <laughs> yes. like the one you get on those kids' science magazines. Yeah, a kaleidoscope. <laughs> or a kaleidoscope, yeah. A kaleidoscope. Ooh, look at all the colors. Oh, this fragment's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't know what it's made of, but this shit's cool as fuck. <laughs> wow. Maybe that's why they thought it was a UFO. Maybe it was just like a blimp, and it, he was looking at it through what he thought was a telescope, yeah. and it was actually a kaleidoscope. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, a kaleidoscope, you stupid son of a bitch. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, it's too just late now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that's the story. What do you guys think? Do you think it was a UFO? I think it's ninety-eight percent bollocks, but it's hilarious. Yes, what's the other two percent? Um, yeah, the two percent was mysterious metal. <laughs> so this this story is actually there's loads about it, but for the sake of time, because we are getting quite getting through this quite slowly. Um, <laughs> I'm going to ask you once again to cast your collectively curious consciousnesses back. To the hip old times Ooh. of 1964. Hip old times. Are we all there? It's a good time of year. <laughs> Say hip Someone times. take TJ Weems back to Texas. <laughs> no, I'm staying here in the 1960s. It's good around here. TJ Weems. Oh, right. He has to be a recurring character from now on, Mr. TJ Weems. Weems. <laughs> That's fine. But if TJ Weems is listening, he should get in touch. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, TJ Weems is listening. Creep burrito. <laughs> TJ Weems, who is most likely a 40-year-old man back in 1894. Nice, no, Exactly, yeah. I'm a time-travelling Texan. They call me time-travelling Weems. Time-travelling Weems. TJ Weems. Time-juice Weems. Are we all in 1964 time juice. now? Why is it time-juice? What? Time juice? It's time-juice. It's not anything that starts with a J. Time-juice Weems. Time Jesus Weems! Time Jesus Weems! Time for Jesus! Time for Jesus! Rain us back in, Jordan. Rain us in. Please help. Right, are we all in 1964? Are we all there? I think I'm in 64. Yeah. Fucking hell. Okay, good. We're finally there. So on the 24th of April, at around 5.50pm, on the outskirts of Sorok... Socorro. I said that wrong. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) On the 24th of April, <laughs> at around 5.50pm, on the outskirts of Socorro, New Mexico, a handful of people began reporting a suspicious event. That's the reports suspicious. included seeing a <laughs> hey, event. <laughs> conspicuous flame, and apparently even some physical evidence left by a UFO. Another pleasant surprise as well with this case is that there was actually trace evidence. This ranged from burned vegetation and soil landing impressions, which just makes me think that the aliens are doing the impressions we're doing. Land is a mora, and land is a spaceship. <laughs> oh, Texan man! <laughs> I, I clipped the fuck out of that audio then. Sorry, Hass. That's alright. And uh, there are also metal scrapings on a rock, so these guys can't drive either. These are and all dead, dead giveaways of aliens. Shit. Nothing else could all do this. It's the same alien. He's come back and he's gone to a different <laughs> part of the country and he's just fucking slammed into a rock. 
<laughs> and all of this evidence was investigated by the military, TJ law enforcement, Weems. and civilian UFO groups, as well as TJ Weems himself. TJ Weems! Oh my god, he's back. <laughs> I imagine because we said he's like, he's, TJ like he's Weems did not investigate. Yeah. <laughs> just to clarify. That's what I've imagined think. this like Bill and Ted, like TJ Weems has just got some fucking phone box that he's just like <laughs> popping out of. No, it's a- um, Is that a UFO? It's uh, an old stagecoach from the cowboy times. It's an old outhouse. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. with like a moon shape cut out in the dark. <laughs> yeah, a little nice. Well, that, that, that accounts, he likes space, doesn't he? So that's exactly. fine. It it's like a ship version of Doctor. <laughs> On shift alone in his patrol car, I've put patrol care for some reason, but that's fine. Sergeant Lonnie Zamora was pursuing a speeding vehicle to the south of Socorro. He said that he heard a roar and saw a flame in the sky to the southwest some distance away, possibly about half a mile or a mile. He initially thought he initially thought that a local dynamite shack had exploded. Son of a bitch, that's a flying dynamite shack! What the fuck is a dynamite shack? It's where you keep your dynamite. No, I no, no, Harrison, I understand what a shack is, and I understand what dynamite is, but in conjunction together, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I don't know what the words mean individually. Slap my boot and go down there and look at that dynamite shack. Slap my boot and blow up my dynamite. My name's (laughs) Zamora. What is Weems? (laughs) Every character is just TJ Weems now. After three <laughs> attempts to drive his car, after three attempts at me trying to tell this fucking story, um, <laughs> after three attempts at trying to drive his car up the steep hill now where, near where he wanted to investigate, I, I don't know why they added that to the story, hill. just to embarrass him. I can't get he the realized, damn car up the damn hill! <laughs> he realised that there was no longer a roaring noise that he had heard while driving earlier. Just fucking engine on his car. He walked west... <laughs> Oh, it's just my car. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> he turns the engine off. He's like, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> it's like roaring stopped. Turns it back on. <laughs> it's an alien. Stop resisting. And he just like starts shooting the car. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> That's TJ Weems. I need backup. I've got, I've got a 514 on the I-98. The 514. You're shooting at your own police car? That's right. <laughs> He's not even got out of the car, he's just shooting at the dashboard. Yeah. <laughs> it hap- I love how in this universe it happens so much that they've got a code for it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. There goes another traitorous police car, probably working with the communists. <laughs> the man approached Tesla, who obviously presumed the man wanted an interview. Tesla looked up and said, yeah. I'm afraid that you won't find me a pleasant companion tonight. The fact is, I was almost killed today. Mm. The reporter sat with Tesla and proceeded to ask what happened. Tesla told him, My most recent experiment suffered a malfunction. <laughs> I was struck. <laughs> I don't think it was British. No, but that's okay. how he sounded. I've looked oh, okay. it up. Right, okay. right fine. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was struck with a particularly strong electromagnetic charge. Where, <laughs> where I saw not only the present, but the past and the future simultaneously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <gasps> I remained trapped in the energy field and was only saved when my assistant turned off the current to my machine. Hold on, Professor, I'll save you. Thank you, dear boy. I'm living yeah. for this accent. I know, it's good, isn't it? Oh, it's brilliant. Well, he was actually... Where is he? Eastern European. Yeah. Like, I think it was like Hungarian, maybe. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, he did have an accent. I'll, no, no. I'll shoot a goog. Shoot, shoot me a goog. So, Tesla was known for many unusual experiments, including a death ray. Yes. Which uh, I don't think Serbian. we ever got to see. Serbian, was it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Eastern European. 
And now when Tesla himself passed away from a blood clot in 1943, even though he was by that point a full American citizen, all of his assets, <laughs> all of his assets, sorry, I read ass and was like, yes. <laughs> all of his assets and effects relating to his work were seized by the Office of Alien Property and claimed all rights to ownership. Mm. Emphasis on the alien property. Mm. I was supposed to read your highlights. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Emphasis this bit. Emphasis this bit. <laughs> <laughs> Due to the complex nature of many of Tesla's projects, an expert in engineering was called in from MIT to examine the assets. His name was John G. Trump. Oh, no. The uncle of the now president of the U.S. of A. Shut up. I know. I know. So, hold on. So, wait. Tesla said that he was injured in a uh, malfunction of one of his experiments. Yeah. And during his electrical... Char- shock charge so allegedly he was working on a time machine the strangest thing probably about it was that when he was found he was coated in a strange slick ointment that scientists were unable to identify sorry <laughs> sounds more like a stag do to me it really does yeah, yeah. grease him up see if you can catch him <laughs> grease up the earth guy let's see if we can get him he's <laughs> <laughs> just like oh no <laughs> fuck <laughs> Just yeah. slips and slides yeah. out of the spaceship. Just falls to earth. <laughs> that's that's the burns re-entry. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh god, yeah. It could have been, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, his body was said though that it wasn't showing any signs of any mortal injuries. Okay. So like no more. There's nothing to indicate how he actually died. And according to the people who actually saw his body, his face showed an expression of literal pure terror. No, it's weird. Uh, did you have any other little points you want to go over, Liana? Not really. No, I'm, Bob Lazar is, I'm just not really sure about him yet. No. I'm not, not convinced in one way or the other. I want to be convinced, but it's hard. He seems so convincing. Yeah. I want to believe. I want to believe. Like, <laughs> let me believe. <laughs> let me believe. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's like the, the most convincing, not crazy, crazy person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't really make sense with all those things in one place. He's like a weird Venn diagram. Yeah. <laughs> Venn diagrams are coming up all over my life recently. Really? No way. Yeah. I'm not going to get into it, but yeah. just Venn diagrams, man. <laughs> Shit. I love those things. But yeah, it's uh, he's definitely a character. He is. But how could you just be done with that? How could you just be like, yeah, I'm not interested anymore? Yeah. What do you mean you're not interested? No, you'd always be interested. What the fuck is I'm not interested anymore? Yeah. How? I don't know. I mean, there's another Maybe guy. Maybe he just that... says that so people stop raiding his house. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that like could FBI be right. and CIA. I mean, yeah. yeah, you would get sick of it. Yeah, it's like God damn it, Clarence. It's the, it's the same <laughs> FBI agent every time. Yeah. Like morning, Bob. <laughs> morning, Bob. And he's like, oh, my breakfast is gonna go cold again. <laughs> it's like, sorry, sorry. How's how's the wife and kids? Yeah. You does, know, you know, she doesn't love me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she left me for this. Yeah. Imagine it's like it really. It's not like a kick through the door anymore. It's like a timid knock. Yeah, Bob, we're here again. Not fucking now. <laughs> I'm on the toilet. <laughs> Just let yourself in. <laughs> Keys under the mat. <laughs> and when it's his birthday, there's yeah. this little card on the side. It's like, yeah. happy birthday, happy John. Birthday, <laughs> and he's like, aw, he remembered. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, every time brings a little gift. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. And the next time it's not him. And he's like, oh, he's off on holiday this week. He's like, oh, where's he gone? <laughs> oh, I didn't wear nice this time. Yeah. <laughs> Wrapping yourself off with a fucking... A dolphin. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's what they thought mermaids were, don't they? Was it manatees? It might 
I think it was manatees. Kind of women yeah. they're looking at. Yeah, no, like, like a load of drunk sailors had seen manatees lying on a beach and they thought they were women or something. That was where the, the legend of mermaids came from. Jesus. Yeah. Wow, that's depressing. That seal's got a great wreck. <laughs> <laughs> it's got all eight of its teeth. <laughs> she whispered in my ear, Arr, 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 arr. <laughs> And from that day forth, laddie. <laughs> I knew she was for me. Yeah, have you seen that comic where it's like, um, like careful of the sirens, siren song, they can pull you in, and it just cuts like just goes to this other one. It's just like, give me that dick. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's been a pleasure working with you. Pleasure. <laughs> We're going down. Dahl pulled the ship to a halt at the island with an intense, burning desire to find logs. The man needed fire, <laughs> s'mores, and probably roasted meats. As the two men collected their wood plunder, their dog ran back to the rocky beach and began barking into the air at seemingly nothing. Then his son spotted something high above the water. Six deliciously donut-shaped crafts materialized hovering around 1,500 feet above them. For a few moments, they hovered effortlessly before suddenly, Jordan, I wanted to like scare you like when you did that. Oh. Harrison! <laughs> uh, one of the crafts began behaving erratically. How does a UFO look when it's erratic? What do you think? Probably like a shaky donut? <laughs> it just it it just stays like exactly where it is in height and just goes like zip zap zoop and like flies zip, zap, back and <laughs> That sound effect exactly. Zip zap zoop. <laughs> and then boom! Raining donut UFO pieces cascade down, sending burning wreckage into the still water and peppering it the exploded. beach. It exploded straight up, <laughs> fucking exploding donuts. The like best thing, can. like with the submarines, where someone flushes the toilet at the wrong time, and yeah, it just like explodes. It. Is that real? I shouldn't laugh. That actually happened. Yeah, really, that happened. Apparently, that was oh, like shit. a thing where there's like a perfect storm of like bad shit went wrong with this submarine, and then no someone way. flushed the toilet, and it all just went it. So like all the pressure goes. That's crazy. Like everyone just gets sucked out. You know, like when I you're don't. on a plane and you flush the toilet. <laughs> Scared I don't know. I'll, I'll have to Google it. I'll figure it out. I'll see if it's like a real thing. Yeah, that could be a future spooky case. That's not even submarine. spooky. Some guy just like flushed the toilet at the wrong time and killed loads of people. Hey, if I if I take a shit and everyone dies, that's pretty spooky. It's not spooky, it's dumb. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. It could be both, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it can be. So one of these pieces that rained down from the UFO actually struck Dahl's son, breaking his arm, <laughs> and another sadly came hurtling toward the good boy guarding the boat. <laughs> And unfortunately, no. the pooch was killed by blunt donut trauma. Why do all these stories of dying animals? What I don't know. Fuck, man? When was the last one that uh, we had someone die? It's usually like alien abductions and dogs going missing and stuff. Oh, no, it was it Goatman. Didn't didn't someone take a dog? They found a headless headless dog because of Goatman or something. Yeah, it sucks. I hate it. Does. it. Stop kill, kill people. That's fine. Leave yeah, the animals. Leave, leave the animals. But to be fair, it's the way we all want to go. It's the champion death for the bravest boy. I want to be <laughs> killed by, by... Yeah, crushed by a donut. Donut UFO. Yeah, I, I am absolutely fine with that. <laughs> I'd rather be crushed by either a donut or a UFO, but both together. Both together. That is heaven. Ooh. Spooky heaven for me. So days later, on June 24th, a radio man for the US Air Force was probably relaxing with his morning it's coffee. His actual job title. Yeah, radio man. I don't know. I don't know radio what you'd call man. it. What's like it a called? Communications technician or something like that. There you go. A communications technician was enjoy- <laughs> enjoying radio his morning man. coffee. <laughs> a radio man. I couldn't think of the words. So I was like, yeah, that's it. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> but you've not like you've not put brackets around it or anything to be like change this 
No, it's just I, straight up. Radio I stand man. to my guns. I stick to my guns, especially in the spooky burritos. Okay. <laughs> so his radio has sprung to life, and we're going to have a radio play now, so that you you take the the red lines for me, and I'll take the black. Okay. It was an aircraft pilot, Kenneth Arnold, calling in from his routine flight over Washington State. Control, come in, control. Oh shit, my coffee. Uh, yeah, we read you. Over. Uh, this is Delta Niner three three Arnold. I am following crafts on approach to Mount Rainer. Please confirm. Over. That's incorrect, Delta Niner. No active crafts in the area. Over. Uh, control, c- control. I am seeing eight, c- no nine crafts in total. Chaos began in the office around the man as people run to check what crafts are currently flying without permission in American airspace. Delta Niner, please can you identify the crafts? Over. But the crafts were unidentified. They were flying and they were objects. <laughs> At least until Arnold identified them. The, the crafts were flat, metallic like a pie pan, like one my mother had. Her pies were, were great. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Just the guy getting, like, more pissed off, like, Delta Niner, the crafts, please. The crafts, please. Please concentrate. <laughs> oh, yes, over. Uh, the, the, they are half moon-shaped, oval in the front and convex in the rear. Overall, just pie-shaped, really. <laughs> Arnold went on to follow the crafts until he was eventually outrun. However, I find it incredibly interesting that the similar crafts were spotted in the area only days later by, like, a bona fide pilot. Bonafide. Bone. He's, he's a bone pilot. What do what you think so far? In the house fact. to himself, after his wife and son had gone out for the evening, he decided in a flurry of inspiration to continue his research on the case he'd been sent over. However, the phone on his desk rang, and when he answered... Hello, I'm Adam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Dr. Heber Hopkins is Adam from Bottom of the Stream. <laughs> a man's voice spoke back to him. I'm the president of the New Jersey UFO Research Organization. I wonder if I might visit you this evening to discuss the case you're investigating. In his haste, he agreed. A second mine might prove useful. Sure thing. I got the house to myself tonight. Okay, we're going rednecks. I like it. Yeah, I'm swapping every time. (laughs) The doctor, being the polite man he was, headed to the back door to switch on the porch light so that his visitor would be able to find his way up to the house's steps from the long drive... But as the light flicked on, there was the man, already climbing the steps. In a later interview, Hopkins claimed, I saw no car, and even if he did have a car, he could not have possibly gotten to my house that quickly from a phone. Now this is where things get weird. As the man entered, Dr. Hopkins' dog barked uncharacteristically. (laughs) 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 The way it's written, it says, as the man entered Dr. Hopkins' dog. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I stumbled over that myself then. Throw a comma. Comma. (laughs) I know, I should have done. (laughs) As the man entered, Dr. Hopkins' dog barked uncharacteristically and then ran with its tail between its legs and hid in the closet. The man never gave his name and the doctor strangely felt like he couldn't ask. The man was described as wearing a black overcoat and suit, a black tie, black shoes, a white shirt, white gloves, and a black fedora hat. He appeared to not fill out his sleeves or trousers, but still was a very large man. The man sat at the doctor's table and took off his hat. As he did, Hopkins noticed he lacked both hair or eyebrows. His nose was small, his ears were small, and were set low on his head. His chin was receded, his complexion was deathly pale, 
and his lips seemed non-existent, making his mouth look like a sharp slice instead of a mouth. Strangely, where the man's lips should have been, the skin was very red. The man inquired about the case, and while they were talking, wiped his mouth with his white suede gloves, only to smudge what seemed to be his lip. Dr. Hopkins glanced down at the glove to see the red coating on its surface. Don't you think that's really weird? self-conscious about his lips. Yeah, maybe. Well, don't you think that's really... It's like he's painted up to look like a person. Yeah, I've I've seen some people with that much makeup, Harrison. Yes, there are those people in the world, definitely. (laughs) It just smears it across his face. Not usually men in big suits, though, that's all I'm saying, you know? You know, you can't shame him for what he might be into. Whoa, I am not shaming him. He's allowed to wear lipstick. (laughs) Yeah, it does seem a bit weird how he just doesn't have, like, pronounced lips. Yeah, but so it's just like it's just like a piece of paper with like red across it. Yeah, that's literally how it is. Like they're just highlighted where his lip should be. <laughs> it's like they forgot to do it in surgery. They were like, "We'll mark the lips with red where we're gonna put them." Yeah, and like he leaves, and it's like, "Where's he? We've not done the fucking lips." He hasn't got lips. <laughs> what do <laughs> you mean? He's gone to talk to the doctor. He hasn't got his lips yet. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? Get him back. I can't. He's already gone. <laughs> There's no way you can get to a phone. He's already by his car. He's, oh, he's already gone up the steps. Oh, shit. <laughs> Some guy, you can face them. You're looking at, like, from the uh, the man in black's point of view. You can see, like, behind the doctor. There's these aliens at the window, like, waving, just like... Yeah. Lips. They're holding you've lips. Watch your lips. <laughs> They're holding a piece of paper, like pointing where it says lips. Yeah. It's like get lips, fucking lips. And he's like, "What's Every- on my lips?" And he wipes them and smudges them right up his face. <laughs> he's just completely unaware. And now he's just, like- just all lips. <laughs> oh my god! Like the boss is gonna fucking kill us. Yeah. Zordon's gonna be so angry. <laughs> In your pocket, there are two coins. Show me one. The man asked. Dr. Hopkins reached into his pocket and felt for the coins. Strangely, he was right. There were two coins in his pocket. He grabbed one and held it out in his palm. Watch the coin closely, the man said. Hopkins watched as the coin turned silvery, appear to go out of focus, fade, and then entirely disappear from his hand. That coin will never be seen on this plane again. Tell me, do you know of Barney Hill? The UFO abductee? He died recently, didn't he? Yes. And just like you no longer have a coin, Barney didn't have a heart. I mean, that's really fucking weird, straight up. That is that is pretty creepy, to be fair. Like, I feel like that is a threat to take his heart. <laughs> is that scarier than just being told you're going to be murdered by a guy without lips? Fair, yeah. I mean, if he straight up said, I will kill you. I'd just be like, yeah, that seems like a fair assumption. Yeah. If he and the, if he magic tricks a coin out of my pocket <laughs> and then proceeds to disappear my heart, I think I'd probably be more confused than scared. Yeah, you'd be, I'd like, be like, this is this is a whole other kettle of fish, and then just bam, dead. <laughs> Run to the door as the guy's leaving. He's like, the lip guy took my coin and my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Get him! Get him, boy! <laughs> Well, it's like, it's where he says, like, 
that coin will never be seen on this plane again. And he starts like, we ain't on no plane. We ain't on a plane. <laughs> it's 1947 or whatever year it is. <laughs> yeah. Or he's just like, you're right. They're both floating in the air, but then he falls down like Wile E. Coyote. <laughs> <laughs> I love how the, this episode, more than any other, has just been like, here's a spooky thing. We're going to completely negate that. Yeah, it's all weird. It's all fucking stupid. It's weird. Like, we're not on a plane. He's like, Ah, shit. Oh, the God, other aliens right. are at the back window again. Just like, plane, plane. P- plane. <laughs> <laughs> I love the I thought of that. the aliens, like, with him the whole time, like, up against the window, like, what's he doing? He's talking about, <laughs> he's showing him a magic trick. Like, Put the coin away. <laughs> <laughs> now is not the time for this. I was really proud of it. Yeah, yeah, the, it. <laughs> yeah, the day before, he's like been trying to show all the other aliens, like, look what I can do with this coin. And they're all like, we don't care, Zorgab. Put the coin away. <laughs> Zorgab, Navayeg. 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 <laughs> Not now, Navayeg. Zorgab. We're working. Navayeg. Maybe this human will appreciate me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why he rushed out of the lab, because of that. He wanted to show the human his magic trick, because he knew that he'd appreciate it without yeah, needing the before- lips. Before they tell him specifically not to do it. Yeah. He wanted to leave because he was like, you never told me I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Bye. <laughs> you forgot your lips. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to do that fucking coin trick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we should explain what Nabayeg is. Oh, yeah. Anyone who doesn't know what Nabayeg is, go check out the Acting Out Alien Abductions episode we did with the Night Guys podcast. It was an amazing episode. And that's apparently what aliens say. So you well, need to hear about to this. Yes. You need to definitely check that episode out. <laughs> The woman's like, please don't kill me. And the alien just puts his hand on her face like, Nabba Yeg. Nabba Yeg, sit down. Shut Nabba the fuck Yeg. up. <laughs> <laughs> right. The man in black rose from his seat slowly, put on his hat, and his voice began to slow. Dr. Hopkins, I suggest you halt your research into the Stevens case and burn what you have so far. He was unsteady now, a clumsy walker. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, you were drinking then. (laughs) I was very close to drinking. Yeah. My energy is running low. Must go now. Goodbye. The man descended the steps, clinging to the railing, walking one step at a time. At the end of the driveway was a bright bluish light, obscuring Hopkins' view. The light vanished and the man left in the opposite direction from which he came, which led to a large hedge. But when the doctor went after him, the man was gone. Totally right. disapparated. 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 So Hopkins quickly returned to his house and, like any other sane person, destroyed the paper evidence and magnetized the tapes of evidence from the Stevens case. He did not want this man to visit him ever again. And the way the man was described is like he's some f- form of machine, like a reconnaissance bot sent out to collect evidence that wears lipstick. Like... Did you play yeah. Alien Isolation? Uh, a little bit. Did you? Did, I presume if you played the start, you'll have seen the androids on it. Yeah. That's how yeah, I the- imagine this guy. I don't even know. Like weirdly calm and very plasticky. I kind of picture him as like a more human sectoid from um, XCOM Two. I've not seen those. I'll, I'll do a quick... Google it now. Quick, quick. shoot a goog. Shoot a big steamy, big hot, stringy goog. Spaffy goog. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, the, the weird looking, like XCOM 2. I picture that. Oh, yeah. They're all Yeah, skinny. kind of. Yeah. What not. Mm-hmm. 
boy, it's just like, I'm out of energy. And he's like, now's my chance. He kicks him down the stairs. <laughs> Ha-ha, take that, lips. Steal my heart now, you <laughs> lipless freak. And he Gota starts crying. Takes the coin out of his pocket. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, makes it disappear. And he's yeah. like, you're one of us. <laughs> How I'll teach you to take my coins. <laughs> Give me your coins, bitch. <laughs> I love these things nowadays. Like, if aliens came to England and tried to, like, intimidate, like, a group of cat, like, kids or something, yeah. you get fucked up. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you kept beating the shit out of I just wanted to show them my coin trick, and they called me. They called me a bitch and spat in my face. <laughs> yes. The witness described the object. Uh, it had no blinking lights, and was much, much brighter than a plane or a helicopter, with no sound whatsoever. No buzzing, so don't worry about that. Uh, I brought my two other friends' attention to the object. I was like, "Hey, look at that uh, that object." <laughs> <laughs> It slowly moved across the sky, and then at some point, when it, it seemed centered in our view, it slowly wait, it slowed significantly. I thought I said it, it slowly signified. <laughs> the witness felt as though he was communicating with the object. Aww. This is where it gets a bit strange. Uh, this hey, come down! <laughs> hey, you telling me to come up there? Uh, <laughs> I can. <laughs> Bring me in. I can't. You have to lie down. We have to get you. <laughs> I'll send some guys to drag you. <laughs> They'll drag you up. Uh, this <laughs> this happened within seconds of me asking in my mind for the object to do something to make it even more obvious that it was of otherworldly origin this made me under the impression that this object was aware of me and my friends observing it hmm. I was observing it observing me observing them <laughs> <laughs> we continued to observe it <laughs> its lights turned from a bright reddish orange to a whitish blue coming out of the bottom Green lights rotated around the edge of the saucer. A little girl or woman wearing a white gown sailed out of the window in a fetal position. Oh, I don't like that. Wait, how old is this person they took? She's like a grown woman, but she's, she's, she's small. Like you. <laughs> <laughs> she has bangs and pink in her hair. She has purple headphones, too, and a small angry dog. <laughs> but the dog loves her. It used to love her husband. Long story. Long story. You wouldn't get it. Nabba yeg. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We hope you enjoyed this crazy supercut, and we will see you in the new year. Happy New Year. Bye. Don't get too home drunk. Bye. Home drunk. (laughs) 